Warning, the following podcast, which contains strong language and mature content, is unsuitable for children or for the faint of heart. The subject matter discussed will be frightening and graphic in nature. Listener discretion is advised. When you want to hear about the paranormal, you get the spooked girls. True crime that makes you hypothermal with the three spooked girls. Stabby snippets will give you dreams. Tara and Jessica will make you. We on that haunted ground The three spooked girls Hey there spooksters and welcome back to another episode here on Three Spooked Girls. My name is Jessica and as always I'm joined by my favorite gal pal Tara. Hey spooksters. Today is the first day we are recording since I got back from vacation. Thank mm-hmm. you guys so much for letting us put some other shows on the Thursday feed so that Tara and I could spend some quality time together and, yeah. you know, do fun things like read books together. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. So thank you guys so much for that. And we are going to, it's the last Friday of the month, which means we are going to be reading listener encounters. We'll get into mm-hmm. that in just a second. But before we do that, if you want to hang out with us on social media, you can do so by heading over to Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, our handles at, at Three Spooked Girls. But fuck Twitter. Sorry. What? <laughs> I said, but fuck Twitter. <laughs> I kind of feel like we, there's two camps now. It's either you're a threads person or you're a Twitter person. It's not even Twitter anymore. It's X. Yeah. And that's fucking dumb. It is. I had this conversation last night. I was like, I don't, I don't like it. No. But anyway. But anyways, you can find us elsewhere. <laughs> yeah. Or you can just join the Facebook group. <laughs> the Facebook group is Three Spooked Girls Official. It's where we announce something I'm getting ready to announce right now. <gasps> so it is the time of the year. I know for you guys, you're like, it's July 31st. It's Harry Potter's birthday. But. Oh, no, that makes it like extra perfect. I swear. I know. It does. <laughs> so. <laughs> I know, it's so great. (laughs) So we are starting our secret Satan. Yay! Yay! Insert applause. (laughs) Yes, right here. (laughs) So we're, we're launching our secret Satan. It is going to open August 15th. So it will go live in the Facebook group. That is where the link lives. Mm-hmm. It's in the Facebook group. Mm-hmm. We're not posting it other places, and no. I'll tell you why. When we have posted it in other places in the past, we get scammers, which means that you, mm-hmm. our listeners who really want to participate in this, end up not being able to participate in this because you send someone a gift and then you never receive anything. Mm-hmm. So we've learned that if we keep it within the Facebook group, it is a little bit easier to kind of have that accountability. Mm-hmm. So. Go to the Facebook Go join. group. It's We're telling you early. <laughs> right now. Right now. It is Three Spooked Girls Official. All you have to do is fill out. The, there's a form. It's a Google form. You fill it out. 
Please make sure you pay attention to all the specifics of it. It will end September 8th is the last day you can sign up. And then by September 16th, 15th, 16th, you will get an email from me mm-hmm. or from the fa- or from our podcast email mm-hmm. telling you who your secret Satan is that you need to do an exchange with. Mm-hmm. It needs to be shipped, guys. You need to ship it by October 16th. That gives you a whole month. Mm-hmm. That gives you plenty of time if you're wanting to order things to put mm-hmm. in your, ba- your box to send. If you want ideas, go back to the Facebook group yeah. and look for previous threads and see what uh, people have done in the past. Yes. Great stuff. Great stuff, guys. Mm-hmm. Yes. So definitely awesome. check that out. You have to go to the Facebook group for it. I understand that some of you might be like, I don't have Facebook. This is the time where you break down and you get a Facebook. Yeah, reactivate that bitch. It's fine. Mm-hmm. Just for the group. Just for us. We Just love you. Just for the group. We get it. <laughs> <laughs> Do the resend password. Reset password. You know? <laughs> I get it. Pray to God you still have access to whatever email you used when you set up that account. <laughs> it's like, that's like me in MySpace right now. Like, I really want, because like Tara and I have been friends for so many years. Like, our mm. a lot of our original photos of our friendship were on MySpace. Yeah. We don't have access to our MySpace. Anyone knows anyone at MySpace? Please send them our direction because I'd like to be able to get access to my MySpace. Ugh, for real, same. So many good photos. I so know. Photos. Damn. But yeah. Anyway, <laughs> moving on. <laughs> so make sure you join the Facebook group, Secret Satan. It's a mm-hmm. blast. It's our favorite time of year. Yes. It's our you know it's our high holiday as we like to say. Yeah. Is that so? Definitely check that out. Mm-hmm. If you want to help support the show, you can do so by heading over to patreon.com backslash three spook girls or click the link tree in the in the show notes and it will take you to that magic place. And you can, for a little as a dollar, get bonus content, five dollars and up. You don't have to listen to ads. You get it a day mm-hmm. early. Mm-hmm. It's all it's it's fun. And there's some fun content coming in spooky season for that true. tearing up too. This is very true. We're not yes. saying, we're not telling you what it is, but yeah, uh-huh. it, it'll be good, good times. So if you want to help support the show, go over there and check it out and see which different tiers we have. And if you're on TikTok and you like true crime, which you're here, so you must like true crime. <laughs> Tara does a fantastic job. She posts current events. She posts lots of different things. She does paranormal over there as well. So go check it out. Her handle is at spooky underscore sleuth. So definitely check that out. And I have another big announcement. (gasps) Big drum roll, big drum roll. So what it is, (laughs) that's a really bad drum roll, Jessica. Oh, that was more for CK to find one. (laughs) Oh, yeah. It's CK. (laughs) But that's fine. Weird drum roll was. Oh, God. We, this year, the pod is turning five years old. Crazy. We have a kindergartner on our hands, guys. I, I can't. I, I can't handle this. <laughs> I know. I know. It's pretty crazy. So we started this in 2018 in September. So September 17th at mm-hmm. 5 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. Yes. We will be hosting our live anniversary. It is going to be a virtual show. Mm-hmm. And it's actually on the date of our anniversary of yes. for our five years. So, so cool. definitely come and check it out. We're going to roll out more information. Mm-hmm. 
So with that being said, as of right now, it is alive. You can go to our in the link tree. Mm-hmm. You can find it wherever we are. You'll find our link and mm-hmm. you can register. You can buy yes. a ticket to the live show. Now I'm going to tell you this. There, there are three tiers. There is the general admission, which gets mm-hmm. you into the live show, and then you see it, and then that's over. If you want to do the VIP Q&A after, that is 15. Mm-hmm. But if you want the super exclusive VIP VIP, mm-hmm. that would be our $25 tier. I want to say this. There are limited editions of this. We're super, doing super a- limited. Yes. Yes. There's 20 tickets of these, and it mm-hmm. comes with a swag bundle. It's pretty great. Yes. So if if you are wanting that, you definitely need to act now because mm-hmm. once those are gone, are they're 20. gone. Yep. Yeah. So definitely check that out. And yeah, we're excited. We're we're getting yeah. this all planned. Yeah. We're creating stuff. So it's September 17th. If you want to be part of the live show, if you want to attend it, that the admission virtual live show. The, yeah, the virtual live show. Tara and I don't live near each other at this moment. <laughs> no. So it's like, be a little hard. And I have like a lot of work that weekend. <laughs> I was just like, we should clarify so people aren't like panic, like, oh, God, they didn't tell us where. <laughs> yeah, it's a virtual show. So you'll get a link and everything. So that's how it'll work. You'll get, I'm going to put it out here now. You'll get a link the, the morning of. Mm-hmm. Be yeah, it'll everything, all the details, everything's going to be on. So basically, if you've went to one of our live shows previously, it's the same way. So we've done them with Eventbrite to set up the events, makes it easiest for you guys to buy tickets, all of that good stuff. So everything will be outlined there. There will be obviously emails to follow for those who get additional like the Q&As and the pack swag bag things. And yeah, everything will be on there. So and if it's not and there's something you need to ask us, you our emails in the show notes of every episode. <laughs> Oh, I did remember one thing I want to share about yep. the secret Satan before we move forward mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. with reading the stories. Yeah. And this is what it is. Okay. I have to say this. I don't like saying this, but we do have a no-no list. Mm-hmm. There are people who have participated in the past and have ghosted during this process. They received a gift, but didn't send a gift. Yeah, They were reached out to. I'm prefacing this now because if, if that is you, we still love you. But the the thing is, but that you're gonna get an email that says, "Sorry, you you can't participate." So exactly. So if if you've had that kind of interaction with us in the past, we're really sorry. But to us, our listeners are everything, and it really hurt. It hurts us when our listeners kind of get screwed over for things. Mm-hmm. So if you get an email about. I'm really sorry you can't participate because of past actions. There's no appeals process. That's it. I'm really sorry. But it's unfortunate that we have to have that list at all. But Mm -hmm. yeah. But it's pretty rare. You guys are awesome. I think we have like less than five people on there out of the hundreds who have like literally hundreds who have done it. So you guys are freaking amazing. So don't be a dick. It's just the number one rule. Yeah. Don't be a dick. That's. That's how Tara and I live our lives. Just don't be a dick. <laughs> Anything else? Is I think it? we're good. Okay. All right. So I'm going to go ahead and read us our first story. It comes from Sheila. Sheila writes, Hi, Tara and Jess. My name is Sheila, and I'm 22 years old. I found you guys about two years ago, and from the moment I heard you guys talk, I became addicted. LOL. No. Aw. 
you don't think we sound annoying. That's great. <laughs> I'm going to be real honest, guys. People will be like, I like your voice. And I'm like, I sound weird. <laughs> no, you don't. I think oh my I God. Do. Okay, It's fine, though. Anyways, okay, okay. This is my first time writing in a story, and I've contemplated it for a while because I've always had weird shit happen to me every day. But the reason I'm writing this is because my boyfriend thinks I'm going crazy. I'll try to keep it as short as I can, but no promises. So a little backstory, me and my boyfriend have been together for almost three years now, and we have lived together for those three years. When we first started living together, we were living in North Carolina because he was in the military. That's the first time we were basically out on our own. But we were living in a camper since he only had a little less than a year left in the military and didn't really want to buy a house if we weren't going to be there long term. When he got out of the military, we moved back to his hometown in Illinois. We decided to live with his mom and his sister for the time until we decided what we wanted to do. We labeled ourselves as travelers, so we didn't want to settle into our own house just yet. After a while of living with his mom, we moved to my hometown in Colorado. Me and my brother shared a house together after my dad passed, so my brother got our haunted childhood home, and I lived there with him as well. My boyfriend, Jacob, wanted to experience Colorado, so we just packed up and moved in with my brother. After staying there a while, we moved back to Illinois with his mom. This time, we decided to settle down and look for a house of our own. After countless hours and days of looking for the perfect house, we found one we both loved in Northwest Indiana in February of 2023. We had to do a little TLC, but after all the work was done, we spent our first night in. The first night was a little weird and felt off. We chalked it up to being our technical first night alone in a new house since we were used to living with family. After the first week, I still couldn't shake the feeling that something was off. One night we were laying in bed and my boyfriend's work schedule is a little wacky. So he fell asleep early and it was around 10 p.m. I was watching TV in our room and the TV went quiet and all of a sudden I heard what sounds like our back door open softly and then close. I froze. Oh God, oh God, I just read ahead, sorry. (laughs) I get scared when I read you guys' stories sometimes so like my eyes like jump ahead. Oh my God. Okay, then I heard what also sounds like someone tiptoeing around the house, but with boots. (gasps) Yes, that makes sense. She was like, if that makes sense, it does. (gasps) Yeah. I stayed frozen in fear, thinking someone was in our house and I can't move. Jacob likes sleeping with the door open, so I just froze on our bed, staring at the door, waiting for someone to peer around the corner. Oh, my God. Oh, that's terrifying. I waited for what felt like an hour, but it was only five minutes. Then I heard the back door open and close again. I couldn't sleep at all. No, no, there would be no sleeping. Did she <laughs> let Jacob sleep next to her? Like, yeah, I'd be like, bro. Oh my the god, fuck she out, did bro. let him. Dude, she did let him sleep. The You're next morning, I told me. Jacob right away. Oh my god. <laughs> hey, you can't talk shit. You went back to sleep after a ghost incident too. Yeah, so. but I knew it was a ghost. Like she thought it could have been an intruder. Okay, but like, why would an intruder sneak in, tiptoe, and then leave? I mean, could be, but I'm just saying. Because they could have been like, uh, actually, I'm arguing with myself. Yeah, they definitely, (laughs) (laughs) they definitely, like, I get, I don't know. I just think it's weird. Like, even if they were like, oh, shit, people are here. Like, I don't know. You're already in the house. Like, wouldn't you think they would, you'd hear something or I don't know. Besides just It could be that that. maybe they were trying to steal food. Mm, that's a good like point. They were hungry and trying to steal food and then they heard someone and they're like, oh shit, I got to get out quietly so I don't get caught and get arrested. This or maybe is like, true. That, that, okay. They that's leave very money. Possible. Maybe they leave cash in like a purse or something and they just come in to steal the cash and then dip. Like maybe they've Fair done enough. this a few times. 
Fair enough. I just jumped to ghost. It's fine. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, okay. So the next morning, I tell I told Jacob right away. At first, he was upset I didn't wake him in case it was a possibility of an intruder, but he saw the fear on my face and calmed down. He said he could have been just the house making noises. It's a new house for us, our first time alone, and I was just overthinking things. I continued to hear the same noise at ugh, the same noise at the same time every night, even till this day. So this Are is you still, still happening. Live there? Okay, so is this like the unharmful or the harmless intruder that Jessica's saying, or is this a ghost? Because I don't know which way to go at this point. <laughs> Set up a camera. Oh, do you guys lock your door? I mean, I would assume after the first time, but like, was your door locked the first time? Also, they could pick it. Yeah, but if she's staying up, okay, I'm sorry, I keep interrupting this, but it's like, (laughs) don't you think like once she was like, because she was like, you know, obviously listening for it and stuff, would you be able to hear if they're picking a lock or no? I have no idea. I don't either. I guess it just kind of, it might also depend like how big the house is too. It's true. Like if they're on the different side because if you were like this is for us unless you've been to my house which that's a very small amount of you guys it's just me <laughs> yeah unless like you were in like a room like how my guest room is or i should just say your room at this point because my room you stay there the most <laughs> <laughs> and then you know to my front door it's like i guess that would make sense of not being able to hear it it could still be well, a hungry like, when a she- hungry intruder they're just making a sandwich i don't know when, like, Shannon left in the morning, I didn't hear mm-hmm. her. Mm. Okay, moving on now. Jacob came to me one day saying he heard it too and got a little spooked, but he suggested it was probably just the trash cans outside making noise. It doesn't make much sense because our room is way across from the house from where the trash cans are, and we would not be able to hear them. Oh, so see, the positioning might be kind of like what we were just talking about. Yeah. As you can obviously tell by now, my boyfriend doesn't believe in anything paranormal. After hearing the walking around noise, I bought sage and saged my house the next day. For a while, nothing out of the ordinary happened, and I felt safe in my own home, until last week. Like I said, I saged the house after the first week of living in it, and now it's June. It's way overdue for a cleanse, and I could tell because I started getting the weird feeling again. It felt like I was being watched, and for the first time, I was scared to be alone in my own home. Like I said before, Jacob's work schedule is wacky, so on this day, he had to work nights. I was home alone and just sat down to watch TV and eat dinner. I was scrolling on my phone watching TikTok when I seen a movie that looked interesting, so I grabbed my TV remote and go look up the movie. During this time, my phone was paused and the TV was quiet since I was searching for the movie. That's when I heard the noise and it made my heart sink and my skin crawl. It sounded like there was a woman outside screaming from a distance. I stayed listening just in case and even looked outside the window, but couldn't see much since it was 8.40 p.m. The part that made my heart sink was the sound that it sounded like it was coming from inside my house. Bro, I would get out. After listening to it for about two minutes, I made the realization that it sounded like it was coming from our attic. And it sounded like a grown man's, oh, a grown man snoring. Okay, so it wasn't like screaming. It was probably like, yep, it it was the type of snore that sounded like a whistle. I was like, peace in it. I could hear clear as day right above me in our vent that it was coming from the attic. Oh my God, is this going to be a squatter thing? (gasps) I froze in fear again. Right away, I messaged Jacob, freaking out, believing there was a person in our attic. After five minutes convincing him I'm not going crazy, he told me to grab our gun and go lock myself in our garage. 
Smart. After building... Yes, get away. <laughs> After building up the courage, I agreed. The second I made a noise on the couch, the snoring sound stopped. It made my heart beat even faster and louder. I tried to act casual and walked where our gun safe was to grab one. Or to grab it. The whole time, I felt unsafe and scared. I ran across the house and out the door into our garage. I locked the garage, and I locked myself in my car with the gun in hand. I broke down crying because this is the most terrifying thing I have ever experienced. Jacob got home. Wait, I would just leave. Could you not leave? Oh, but it's 840 at night. Like, really, where are you going to go? Right. Yeah. Jacob got home at 10 p.m., and I found myself in tears and shaking. He checked the whole house in the attic and found nothing. He said I'm going crazy and convincing myself I'm hearing things. Since then, I don't feel safe in my house and I hate being alone. I told my mom and she thinks it might be my dad who passed away three years ago just checking in on me, but I feel like if it was my dad, I wouldn't feel unsafe or scared of the energy. Anyways, sorry this is long and I know I said I'd try to keep it short, lol. But I have way more stories from my haunted house in Colorado to someone or something breaking in our camp in our camper in North Carolina and feeding our dog. (laughs) Hey, that sounds friendly, kind of. And my boyfriend possibly having an encounter with the goat man. Okay, I need all that. And hopefully an update with your house and whatever entity is napping in your attic is just taking their cat naps and being nice. (laughs) Like, that's so scary. Oh, my God. I know. I'm worried for her. (sighs) That story stressed me out. That's why I interrupted myself so much. It's okay. In my thought, like, it would make total sense that you hear the back door open and close. Yeah. And it could be someone living in your attic. Yeah. It could even be like they pack up whatever they have with them, if anything, and take it with them when they leave. Because what if they woke up and they were like, shit. When they heard you go out in the garage, so then they were like, let me, you know, right. dip. It right. Could, it could. I hope not, but it could. Oh, my God. I have so many follow Please update. <gasps> I need to know. I'm worried about you. I'm like, yeah. no, I'm going to lose sleep over this listener story. <laughs> legit, legit. Not because oh I feel God. haunted, but because I feel like there's a person living in your house. I know. And then they, at the end, it was so nice. She said, hope you guys have an amazing day and thank you for being my number one podcast I listen to. Love you guys. Stay spooky. <gasps> so cute. Thank oh, you. Thank you. We love you guys too. All right. Yeah. Okay. My first story is coming from Maria. I'm going to, Maria sent in two stories, but I'm only going to read one because they're both kind of lengthy. So I want to make sure that we break them up. Share the love. Share the love. And this is apparently the first one is the spooky one. So she writes, hey, ladies. This is my second time writing in, and I hope this one makes the listener encounter episode as well. We try to read them all. Unless something, we do. We something really happens do. where either one of us are just like, ah, that's a no. But most of the time, we read them. Yes. Let's start spooky. This isn't my experience. It's my partner's, but he gave me the okay to share. He grew up in the San Francisco area, and his childhood home was, and probably still is, haunted. And they moved out in 2010. He told me a couple of experiences he had growing up. At the time, he and his older brother shared a room with bunk beds. He slept on the bottom. That's important. Mm. Guys, tuck that note away. Okay. His room was at the end of a long hallway, and his parents' room was at the opposite end. That's got to be fun. Mm. It's like how my parents' room was across from, like, the <laughs> entire house. Yeah. And some nights, he could hear those little bouncy balls you get out of a quarter machine just bouncing Mm -hmm. in the hallway in the middle of the night. 
Oh my god. The demons are trying to trick you. <laughs> yeah, I have an inappropriate comment about it, though. Oh. I don't think it was a bouncy ball. <laughs> Jesus. Just say. <laughs> my boyfriend has always woken up multiple times at night to drink water or use the bathroom. So it wasn't like a half asleep thing or him dreaming. At the time, he kept that to himself. But when he got older, his mother and older brother would share how they heard the ball bouncing on occasion, never knowing where it was coming from. Okay, I would Mm. withdraw my own appropriate comment because apparently (laughs) everyone has heard it. He also suffered from sleep paralysis a lot as a child. And even Mm. though he never saw anything while this was happening to him, he said he knew there was something in a room in the room with him besides his brother. One night he was in his room alone in his bed. And in their room was a big window that faced the backyard. Well, as he was lying in bed, he heard a tapping on his window. And he even says he should have never looked and just gone to sleep. But he sat up and looked out the window. And what he describes as a human-shaped figure with crazy white hair, as if he was being electrocuted, was standing up looking at him laughing with the most evil-looking face. He ran from his room, appropriate. Well, oh, not appropriate. He ran from his room and into this backyard. Should not have gone into the backyard. <laughs> Where the evil looking thing is. But by the time he did, whatever was there was gone. He says it didn't have this. It didn't have a normal body, but more of like a all over black figure. The only distinguishing feature was that it was scary as hell or it's scary as hell face and hair. They moved out shortly after that, and instead of selling the home, his parents rented it to a woman they knew from mutual friends. Since they moved from the Bay Area to Arizona, my boyfriend's dad eventually decided to sell it and go do minor renovations on it. When he went back, the lady they rented said very directly to my father-in-law, you know this place is haunted, right? She then went on to tell him how she could hear noises, a bouncing ball in the hallway from time to time, and how one day she came home from work to find all the cabinets and drawers wide open. See, that would piss me off. If I had a ghost who left all my cabinets open, I'd be so mad. Mm-hmm. Now, this isn't a robbery since nothing was missing, but she was sure wasn't too sad to have to leave this house, if you know what I mean. Oh, I do know what you mean, Maria. <laughs> I would also be upset. That ends Maria's story, her spooky story. Hmm. All right, so our my last story of the episode comes from Kenny, and Kenny's subject line to his email was a true crime slash paranormal story. So Kenny writes, Hello, Tara, Jessica, and Kate the Bell Witch. My name is Kenny. I'm kind of a new listener, and I'm currently listening to episode 118 on Spotify. I just want to see if you ladies would like to hear about a true crime case about a friend of mine that I knew in high school. Her name was Karina Saunders, and she was tortured and murdered brutally and was discovered inside of a duffel bag behind a grocery store. I believe it was a Homeland grocery store. This case is obviously dear to my heart because I actually knew her for about a year when she introduced me to some music that I still listen to today. Aww. I don't want to explain too much about the case because I know you ladies love doing research. I hope I'm not just assuming. Oh. You're nice, but yes, we obviously like researching stuff. (laughs) But I would love to see Karina's murder or murderers brought to justice because this is still an unsolved homicide. Well, we absolutely 
can add her to our case list. Already done, because I did it when I moved the stories over here. But yeah, if you, I will say if you have like any kind of specific stuff, we always say to family members and friends of victims, email us and anything you'd like included, we are happy to do so as well. So now, second, I have a spooky ghost story about the time me and my brother drove down Tishomingo Road in Oklahoma. And I will apologize if I'm saying that wrong. We had we looked it up and that's what That's what, what Google Go- said. That's what Google said. So blame, blame Google. Google. We tried. <laughs> so one night, as me and my brother are driving down the road, we were heading home from dinner. We were joking and laughing and having a good time when all of a sudden I noticed this little girl on the side of the road. She was dressed in what looked like 1910s children's dress attire. Me being a dad to a little girl, I couldn't let her go on like that. I stopped my truck and my brother got out to let her in. She got in between us and my brother got in as I drove off. She felt warm to both of us as she touched our bodies. I asked her what her name was and she said, Wendy. I proceeded to ask why she was out here and where her parents were, but she didn't respond. The entire time she seemed hazy and unaware of her surroundings, but I was able to get her to point me to a location to drop her off. I got to the road where she said her house was and I started to drive down it and she said just to drop her off at the mailbox. I couldn't see a house from the mailbox, and I said, are you sure? She didn't say anything else, and she got out of the truck and walked over to this trail. I was kind of in a hurry to get home to my daughter, but shortly after leaving, I felt a guilt I couldn't explain. So I drove back down to the mailbox and continued down the trail. By the time I got to any kind of landmark, there was this old ramshackle brown house. I got out of my truck to see if Wendy made it safely inside. As I looked into the windows, no lights were on. Being this was 2011, this was odd. But it was also the country, so not so odd. But the scene inside of the house was truly weird. Furniture was overturned, dust covered every inch of what I could see, and the one room I could see from both windows had Wendy's dress. And it was nearly destroyed by moths and time hanging on a chair. So it's like all dusty and gross? Oh my god. I tried to get inside, but the door was securely locked, and I didn't want to break anything to get in, as it was already spooky. I tried to research this ghost occurrence, but I found nothing. I talked to some of the locals, and a few had seen her, but never picked her up. Until this day, I still believe in the paranormal and see stuff from the corner of my eyes, but nothing right in front of me. This is all I have for you, ladies, and if you choose to do these stories, I will be super excited to hear them on your podcast but I'm still trying to catch up with all of your amazing episodes. When I catch up, I want to be a patron and support you ladies. I love what you do and keep doing it. Sincerely, Kenny. Aw, thanks, Kenny. Oh my god. I think like that's the first time someone's actually like described their encounter with an entity and it feeling like an actual like legit live human. That's why he was like, she felt like, you know, felt warm, felt alive. So I was like, that's... (gasps) So you think it's an actual kid. JK, you have a ghost friend now. Or you've had a ghost friend. I want to know how far this is away from you. Oh my god, please no. I don't want to do that. (laughs) Hush, hush now. Yeah, till we see Wendy and then you're like, drive! ah!" (laughs) Or no, not even you. You would be the one driving, not me. Yeah, let's be honest. Yeah, princess. (laughs) Just have to clarify, I'm a passenger princess. Sorry. <laughs> Guys, I went and vis- I stayed with Tara for 10 days. And every time we were like getting in the car, she's like, you want to drive? I'm like, sure. That's fine. I'll drive. Mm-hmm. 
And it was funny because her wife was like, oh, okay, you're going to drive, Jessica? And I was like, I've been driving for 17 years. Like, it's just <laughs> yeah. how this works in our lives. Okay, I, I got to know. I got to know how far it is from you. Mm-hmm. It's a ways away. It's two and a half hours. Okay, good. <laughs> I, was, I was like, I'm scared. You're like, it's next door. I don't like it. <laughs> it's like 30 minutes away. No. <laughs> it's not. Oh, okay. So. All right. Our next story comes from Amanda. It is titled, Grandpa or Demon or Grandpa or the Demon. (laughs) Hi, y'all. My name is Amanda, and I have been binging y'all since I started listening a few months ago. My favorite episodes are the listener encounters. Wow. Nice. Yeah. I was a travel nurse, and I had a 15-hour drive to Colorado and 15 hours back, and I listened to y'all the entire way. I'm very, I'm like, I'm excited that you did that, but I'm also like, oh my God, I would never listen to me for 15 hours. (laughs) I appreciate you so much, Amanda. (laughs) I live in Paul's Valley, Oklahoma now, and I've listened to the Oklahoma haunts, and I have done the magnetic hill off Pioneer Road, and it seriously works. Just thought I'd throw that little tidbit in, lol. But onto the real story. A little background to start out with. I'm so sorry if this is kind of long, but y'all like long stories. We do like long stories. Mm-hmm. Anyway, my now ex-husband, myself and my son, who was between six and nine when we lived there, inherited his grandparents' house with the understanding we would take care of his grandmother. The house was in Garland, Texas. Mm. The reason he was given the house along with <laughs> the reason he was given the house along with grandma. And this might be a trigger warning, so I apologize. Is because or was because grandma's kids wanted nothing to do with her or the house because of her husband, who allegedly, it's in quotation marks, I'm not just saying allegedly, Mm -hmm. abused all her children and even the grandchildren. Mm -hmm. When she was confronted about it, she sent her kids to live with their dad, who didn't even know because, in her words, she didn't want them to mess up her new marriage. Well, Grandpa was not a nice man, to say the least. Mm. He used to offer to babysit our son, but that was a hard pass. Well, I always felt like I was being watched. My husband always told me I was crazy and it was my imagination. The house was built in the the 60s and Grandpa's parents owned it first and they both passed away in the house. And then he as well passed away in the house. There's a lot of people dying in this house. Mm Mm-hmm. This house has wood floors, and it was a pier and beam, so there was the normal pops and creaks. My husband started believing me when we would see a dark shadow in every room. We would hear someone walking down the hall, and it wasn't just the floor creaking. It was actual footsteps. Mm -mm. There was an old touch lamp next to the bed where Grandpa had slept. It would go on and off frequently. My friends would come over and want to go into the garage and hang out because they said they could feel something negative in the house and felt watched. It wasn't until after they told us that that I told them about our experiences. My son's school was one block from the house and he would walk home because I got off 30 minutes after he got out of school, but he refused to go inside and would sit on the porch until I got home. One night, my son woke us up and asked if he could sleep with us because he couldn't sleep with a man standing in his doorway watching him. Another night, my son was staying with his cousin and grandma was sitting with her sister or was staying with her sister. So it was just hubby and I. 
he was playing video games in the living room, and I was playing a little game and listening to music in the bedroom. It was about midnight, and I had my hair down. Well, I felt a breeze, and my hair was brushed from my back to my shoulders, and I turned around and said, hey, honey, what you doing? But there was no one there. I jumped up and ran to the living room where he was still playing video games. My dad stayed a week with me, and while we were... While we were at work, he heard someone walking down the hall and people talking in the master bedroom. He got up to look because he didn't hear us come home. He said the voices and footsteps stopped and he saw a shadow go behind him. Let's just say he finished out the week in a hotel. Oh my gosh, your whole fa- your family's just like running away <laughs> from this house. Mm-hmm. The house always felt very dark and negative. My husband had finally agreed with me and believed someone or something was there. The house finally sold after our divorce and grandma passing away. My husband went to clean it out and said he could hardly stand to be in there because of the feeling of being watched was Mm. too much. I guess my question is, is it grandpa or a demon? Or better yet, was grandpa a demon? I mean, maybe a little bit. I have more stories and can send later about the experiences I've had over the years. Keep up the great work, ladies, and have a spooktacular day. Aww. You too. (laughs) I love that. Okay, with that, Spooksters, we're going to go ahead and wrap up this episode. We hope you enjoy it. If you want to hear us read a story on here, go ahead and email us at threespookedgirls at gmail.com. That is the best way to get us your story. Again, that's threespookedgirls, the number three, not written out. So three, Mm -hmm. the number, at threespookedgirls at gmail.com. With that, we will be back on Thursday with another episode. Bye, guys. Bye.